0: Hello and welcome to Two Sweary Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits. I'm your co-host Ben Slinger.
1: And I'm Travis Scott.
0: Uh, And so let's start a new thing this week. What's one funny thing that your kid has done this week?
1: Well, I suppose one thing that James has done this week was after we were at your place for a barbecue on the weekend, Mm -hmm. where we set up your your drum kit. Yes, I finally got my... We're having a bit of a bit of a bash on the skins. Yeah, which was hilarious in itself. Um, the next day, James wouldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> so we, um, I grabbed out the old the old Guitar Hero drum kit and started having a bit of a bash on it, and he heard, he heard right, it from the other room, and um, he Keep decided running. to to come running, and then we set up so Guitar Hero, um, Warriors of Rock, and he actually played in beginner mode through, through quite a few, um,
0: <laughs>
1: through quite a few songs, I ended up playing, like, the guitar on hard, and <laughs> he was playing on beginner, and...
0: Nice. Yeah, Jeez so. Guitar Hero was, uh, you, you and I were pretty, pretty deep into that a few years ago, before I went to Canada. Yeah, that was a few years
1: ago, I still remember, um... <laughs> <laughs> this is actually quite funny When the first Guitar Hero came out oh, yeah. um, 2006 <laughs> you, I think Yep So it came out on the PlayStation You ordered it online And then it was taking too long So you went out and actually bought Yeah it, it from, didn't arrive ar- I
0: pre-ordered <laughs> it And it didn't arrive Before it came out in the stores So, <laughs> so I was so like Screw you- this I'll go and buy a copy So I can play it sooner Because I was really excited about playing and then, yeah, I sold you the one when it, arrived, when it finally arrived, didn't I? Yep.
1: Yeah. And so I still got the guitar around here somewhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any of my plastic instruments anymore. I think I gave a bunch of, my, bunch of them to my brother before I left for Canada. But yeah. Certainly I... did gather a few over the years.
1: Yeah, I remember you imported the, um, the Rock Band drum kit as soon as Rock Band came out. And
0: mm-hmm. That was back when I had disposable income.
1: Jeez, who who can remember that? I, know, I actually a... remember the worst thing I think we did at my Bucks weekend. We actually we got all the way down to down to the holiday house, and everything's all ready. We got the we got the kit and everything all set up. Yeah, and we forgot the fucking disc. Forgot the disc. <laughs> so what did we do? Paul, we Paul, we, we sent-, sent
0: Paul back back home the hour drive each way to pick up the disc from my yeah. place.
1: But but who were they? They were the two people from out of state. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: even <laughs> that's right. It was and um,
1: on the way back they had a they had a car they had a flat tire as well, so they had to change it. Oh
0: god, that's right. <laughs> but hey, we had rock band that weekend. Yeah, yeah. I and just, just I, shit I feel really it. bad
1: because Paul's just driven. No, uh, Paul's just recently <laughs> flown down from Ireland.
0: <laughs> And yeah. all of a sudden we telling him to go, <laughs> it all the way, go back to your place. Because <laughs> well, I think we, the rest of us had already been drinking at least, isn't that yep. why they had to go? Yeah, because they know. were the
1: only, Um, of course I wasn't going to be going because it was my box party, well, yeah. <laughs> but like, I one of the other guys was going to go, but then, you know. And I wasn't like... going to go
0: because I'm a slacker. <laughs> yeah. It's because yeah. they're good fellows. Yeah, they are. Good fellows. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, Guitar Hero. Um, yeah, I, I've actually, I bought the new guitar hero, um, on Xbox one and have barely played it cause I don't have time to play video games these days. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was pretty good. It was interesting to have the different, um, like the different buttons. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like, instead of a row of five buttons, it's two rows of three buttons. Uh, so you can sort of do chords a little bit, uh, more accurately and, and such.
1: But I hear that they changed it from like colours, colours and stuff, to like black and white. So black yeah. on the bottom and white's on the top, and it's three, three, and it's like eh. Yeah, well, but no, I quite, you know, I quite s- liked, I quite liked the jump, you know. In- I
0: did too, but I, I, I was interested in this because it seemed like it would be nice to have like a new learning curve, you know. Like, you know, we both got pretty good at Guitar Hero. Well, on you the got a lot better than what I did. <laughs> for a while there, I was pretty good. Um
1: You you always played Expert for, for fun. I yeah. always played hard for fun. So right. that was <laughs> sort of the, the difference. Yeah, of-
0: I did beat the first three guitar heroes and expert. I was pretty proud of that. Oh, so um, did I, but
1: I just yeah. finished them on hard first. Right. The only the only song that I've never never finished well actually there's a few songs on Expert I've never finished. Through the Fire and Flames is one of them. And oh, yeah. I whatever it that. was on now. Um, I never
0: got through that bucket head one.
1: Yeah, the bucket head one. Yeah. That was insane.
0: But man, I played those games so much. And yeah, I kind of I wanted that learning curve again of that feeling of getting better at something. Mm. But of course, I don't have enough time to play and actually get better at it, so it was sort of a moot point. Jeez, I'm um, starting
1: to remember all these different things about those games. Just like the first two, you pretty much were just playing with all covers. And then they gradually started bringing in the real artists, yeah yeah, like
0: once they once they got popular enough, they were starting to license real artists, and now it now it would be ridiculous if they were all covers, right like of <laughs> course they've got real artists, but yeah, those particularly the first game, I think even in the second, they started bringing in a couple of of actual um of the actual recordings, but yeah, they were these sound alike and they did a pretty damn good job yeah, um, but these sound alike artists.
1: They they definitely sounded alike, <laughs> so yeah, they did what they was really on the did. cover. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah. Anyway, we've we've kind of gone off on a bit, bit of a tangent, which is which is fine. That's what podcasts are for. Um, but yeah, Taz Taz was pretty into the drums this week too. Actually, he uh, he was having um, lunch on the the day after on the Sunday I think, and we'd left the door open to where the drums are. And he sort of he said, "Oh, I finished lunch and then I can play on the drums and make music." <laughs> <laughs> this is very cute, and yeah, we... Very. Put, him, put him in there afterwards, and he he uh, banged away for a while. He was, he's got some good technique. He was playing a couple of little fills, you know, two on two on each of the toms and the two on the snare. He sort of figured it out for himself. That so was kind of cool. Cool. Uh, the, other, the other thing that Taz has been doing this week, for some reason, he's decided that one corner of the couch is sort of his little nest, <laughs> and uh, he'll get in there and cover himself with some pillows and. So to just uh, sit there for a bit, but the other day he got back with Erica, and he'd been asleep in the car, and it was sort of bleary, and he just crawled into his nest, bum out, and just started snoring, <laughs> and he just fell asleep there again.
1: <laughs> well, obviously because he was snoring, he could breathe, so that was okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. Keep keep your kids breathing, everybody.
1: <laughs> that's important.
0: Definitely a good idea. <laughs> if we have one parenting tip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If we have one only one parenting tip, yeah. As yeah. long as they're breathing, everything's fine. <laughs> That's
0: it. So yeah. So uh, does um does James watch a lot of TV? He to does watch. A, he
1: does watch a bit. Originally, we were like, oh, we we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna have any TV. Sort of, and we kept that up for for an, quite a bit of time. And then mm-hmm. it was as he sort of got got a bit older, and he realised that we watch TV. And there was yeah. a big big screen in the room. He was sort of like yeah. he wanted what is this to...
0: big shiny thing.
1: <laughs> and the first time we we let him watch something, he just sat there, just like
0: wow. Yeah, it's amazing how transfixed kids are from such a young age. I mean, it's I mean, when they're really young, they they literally don't have the ability to look <laughs> away. But, um, but they, even then, so...
1: when when they're really young, they just don't understand anything that's going well, on. Well, that's anyway, it. It's so... just
0: no, no, but it's. Yeah, it's it's bright bright colours and flashing lights and yeah, uh, it's actually not real good for him. Which we tried really hard when Taz was young, um, to keep him away from watching TV to the probably to the point where it was getting a bit silly. In that we almost had this idea that just you know a glimpse of a TV screen that was on or a computer screen was going to like damage him because <laughs> you know we'd read all these studies of. You know, kids watching TV too young um, affects their attention span and whatever else. And so, anyway,
1: but but nowadays, I th- I think there's so many people that have been affected by attention spans. I mean, I just think about think about myself. I'm like, I'd be hard pressed to to not pick up my phone or look at a screen. Oh, I mean, you know, for- yeah. I
0: mean, technology certainly has played into or like had an effect on people's attention spans these days just because of the accessibility of it but it's more uh it's more about the idea of, of from a sort of literal brain function point of view uh where it's it's around being able to focus and like even having the ability to focus on something for an extended period of time sort of thing so you know i mean the the main thing is don't put your you know 3 months old in front of tv for hours on end no <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, as they as they get older, obviously it's it's less of a big deal and um, less has less of an effect on their sort of growing brain. And yeah, like we we were hoping to hold off till two before Taz watched TV. But particularly once Erica got pregnant, um, soon after he turned one, by the time he was you know getting on to one and a half, Hmm. we were introducing it to him a bit more and. And certainly, once the girls were born, since or since the girls have been born, it's become an invaluable tool to keep him busy for a while and get a bit of peace. Except that now, like, he only gets to watch TV in the evenings, generally just an hour or so before dinner. Yeah. uh, So that we can make dinner. But uh, you know, often during the day, can I watch a little bit of TV? I want to watch a little bit of TV. He's he like I sound like I have a British accent, but that's how he talks. And funnily enough, I'm pretty sure it's from watching too much Peppa Pig, probably. um, and Charlie and Lola.
1: <laughs> I mean, James's favourite um favourite TV show is probably, um, Paw Patrol. Okay, yeah. it's it's one of those those animated TV shows, and it's um it's probably one of the better. TV, uh, kids yeah. TV shows. I've I've seen. Paw Patrol's um, not bad. There's some ones that I absolutely hate. <laughs> like
0: well, there are a lot uh, that I've heard are really, uh, really bad that we've just avoided. Go. On, what also? What, like, what are the terrible ones?
1: One ones that I kind of find a little bit condescending to kids are mm. uh, things like Dora the Explorer and oh, Teletubbies and In the Night Garden. Teletubbies
0: just, in In the Night Garden. Are, they're just weird as well. Like, they just they have these very surreal things, which, I don't know, I feel like that's not great for kids. Like, it, you, you want to keep them grounded in the real world to at least some degree. Mm. Um, Taz has been watching Dora lately. That's kind of his, his new interest. Um, I, I don't find it too bad. I, I it just does get... it. Like, know. as an adult, it definitely gets annoying because <laughs> they're constantly... Talking to the screen and like asking questions and and Taz is funny. He's so passive though. Unless we prompt him and are watching it with him, he won't respond. Like he won't sit there and go, "Yeah, it's behind you" or whatever. You know, hand, you know answer the questions and stuff. He just um, he just sits there and watches it. Yeah. Occasionally plays with himself. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man! I, so I hadn't seen Dora before until about a year ago, and since I've seen it a few times. And I find it so creepy, the way that they look at the screen when they're waiting for a response, like, cause they've asked a question of one of the kids and then they're just sitting there looking out of the screen. Yep. And I thought it would be the best, like horror thing to do, would just be to take a few episodes of Dory the Explorer and just cut all the bits and only leave. Where they're just continually staring. Where they're just staring out of the screen <laughs> and like occasionally blinking, because it's so, unu- like it's so unusual for that to for a TV show, obviously to just be. Like expecting something of you at all times It really gives it this It would give us give it this really Yeah, creepy vibe
1: You, you know what could be day. really quite funny You just, um, you go and rotoscope out of her mouth The whole time, because most of the time When you actually watch, they're just looking at the screen So you can just imagine if you rotoscope the mouth And the, the entire time she's just looking at the screen Doing all these things Just looking at you <laughs> Right <laughs>
0: Just replace the face of the whole thing. It's just whole staring at it, it's yeah, just staring at time. out of the screen.
1: Still doing things in the background, but there's no talking, there's no nothing. It's just every time something sort of happens, she turns to the screen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the sort of thing that would go viral on the internet, you know. Like people love that stuff. The whole creepypasta thing. Do you know about those? Yeah. I yeah.
1: love creepy pasta stories. Uh,
0: good ones, there are some that are good. But, uh, yeah, they, they can get a bit old and repetitive at times, but oh, yeah, there there are definitely some good ones out there. There's a good subreddit called, I think it's No Sleep, uh, where <laughs> it's basically that sort of thing as well. You know, the sort of thing that you don't want to read right before going to bed.
1: I've got to say, Reddit is something I really need to get, get into for, I mean, there's so many different subreddits and it's one thing I've never really got into at all, like I've, i I understand sort of the basis of how how it works, but I've never never really had the time to actually go into and do any searching or anything like that. Uh. I've just occasionally being taken to like searching for something and it's like Oh.' <laughs> didn't realize I was I was actually reading a reddit, reddit thread right. or anything I like mean, that. I mean it's
0: basically just a big discussion board, right? But mm-hmm. for, you know, any subject you can think of, and they've just organized it in such a way that you can just create a subreddit for whatever topic you want and you know certain subreddits end up building a large community and they're a good place for discussion. So yeah, it can definitely be a really good resource. Um and it can be a really good time killer. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a lot of a lot of stuff on there that you can just keep reading.
1: See, I know it doesn't sound it, because, you know, I'm, I'm reasonably speaking naturally, but talking online with, with strangers is my one of my biggest fears, because even though, you know, I do dancing, I play in a band, I do all this sort of stuff, I'm not traditionally an extrovert. I'm more of an introvert, so...
0: Yeah, well, you you and me both, as we're both aware.
1: yeah it's it's the weirdest thing like people work because of the sort of persona i put on at work they go there's no way that you're an introvert i'm like yeah i hate getting up in front of people i hate i hate talking to people that you know i have barely met but i'll force myself to do it because i mean in my lines of work that's what yeah. i've got it i've got to get used to doing that so i just force myself to do it as much as i as much as i you know, don't um...
0: find it comfortable. Or... Don't find it comfortable. Yeah, I
1: can do it. Yeah, but the weird thing is, I'll be playing a game, or I'll be on, I'll be on a chat board or something like that, and I'm always lurking, <laughs> but yeah. I'll, but I'll never actually speak. No, well, I'm, I'm the and same unless I'm in the group. Uh,
0: like it's funny, you know. So how old am I now? Thirty-five. Like twenty years ago, as a teenager. I was all over chatting on the internet right? like that was all I wanted to do partially because the internet was new and exciting. So like <laughs> IRC and different ch- chat boards oh, and
1: stuff. God. Um, IRC, and ICQ. I just, I <laughs> to, yeah. IC,
0: yeah. I just talked to anyone. I'm pretty sure I had like 300 contacts on ICQ at some point because I'd just add to people with friends and I'd sit there and of an evening and I'd have like 10 windows open just chatting mm-hmm. to different people, getting to know people um sort of these little communities would form and then fast forward you know 10 years and that sort of subsided i don't really i'm not really comfortable doing online chat anymore i definitely don't do any voice chat but i did start getting active in the penny arcade forums uh in the late 2000s and you know just again there's a bit of a community start to get to know people and i got a bit more comfortable with that but at the same time you know, I always felt a little uncomfortable. Felt like a bit of an outsider because, of course, there's all these, all these sort of cliques and you know little things that form in a community like that. And so that's slowly started to drop off too. Even though when I was in Vancouver, like my main group of friends were people who I met through that forum. <laughs> but almost because of that, I I sort of stopped participating as much in the forum itself anyway. Um, you know, and that's actually they're one of the better sort of more mature communities out there, and I still follow a few threads on there, but including the the kids thread, like the parenting thread. Yep. But I, I mean, I barely ever post these days, and yeah, on Reddit, it's it's the same. On Reddit, I barely ever see the same person comment twice. You know, it's just too large, and you know, commu- yep. communities do build up in the subreddits, but I don't because I'm not participating. I don't get to know people enough. I, I really just use it as a sort of read-only medium. Mm. Um, I, I've I've posted a few times and, and commented on a few different things. Sometimes around work stuff, like programming stuff or game programming stuff. But no, it it is a really good resource. Yeah, but on unlike on being an introvert, it's funny because uh, again, certain things have shifted with my attitudes towards that because. You know in high school, I hated getting up in front of people to to talk to do a talk you know an oral presentation yep. or read a story or you know I never would have thought about doing any sort of performance or, or anything like that but I think probably through probably through singing in bands uh taking singing lessons, and I did a couple of live performances with my singing lessons.
1: I was at your first one, I believe
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were I sung a Empty Chairs and Empty Tables from Les Miserables.
1: And that was pretty awesome. I had that in yeah. my head for a long time. In fact, when I saw Les Mis, I was like, okay, where's that song? Where's that song? Yeah. Here it
0: is. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll put the video in the show notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's funny that I, I now, as long as I'm pre- sort of, as long as I feel prepared enough, I have much less of a problem getting up in front of a crowd and doing something like that that so it's something that needs to be done, or it's something you know. It's sort of doing a performance, but I'm still really bad at just small talk. Like mm. I hate going up to a random person and and having to come up with things to say and have a conversation. And uh, you know, even if I know we've got things in common, uh, <laughs> it's I just find it really uncomfortable, and I'm almost I'm almost just waiting for the moment where I can escape the conversation even if the conversation's going well
1: I mean I'll never forget the first time that Kuradas played live which was at um at Jay's brother's 21st birthday
0: 25th birthday 25th
1: birthday there you go I can't even remember what birthday it was mainly because I was deathly afraid of going out there (laughs) like yeah you um, were pretty nervous I remember I was almost white as a ghost sitting on um Sitting on someone's bed, I'm not sure who's bed. And Rob's like, "Going, you're okay, man. You'll be fine. You've you've played this all right. <laughs> you know." Yeah, we
0: we've done a lot of rehearsal for that.
1: We'll we'll We're go out there well and prepared. we'll we'll play and you know you're gonna you're gonna love it. I'm like, yeah, but what if I fuck up? <laughs> he goes, "No one cares. No. no one knows what the songs are like anyway, so it doesn't matter if you fuck Plus, up." Plus,
0: everybody was so fucking drunk at that party already. <laughs> so
1: it was like what ten thirty at night and
0: yeah we played pretty late
1: and we go out and we start like just tuning up all our instruments and all that sort of stuff and i'm supposed to i'm supposed to play like the intro part i start playing and i just remember i look over at jay and he seemed pretty nervous himself normally when he was supposed to play he was supposed to play a, a certain drum part and he didn't play that drum party played the second part that he was supposed to play so in my mind i had to decide okay am i in tune with everyone else in this band and are we all gonna do it at the same time yeah thinking that we've just skipped that bit and so i've stopped everyone's stopped you've you've yelled out um your first line and <laughs> bang we got right into
0: it got right back into it
1: but but it was like it was so scary for that but for it's that funny because you're part. like
0: rob was right I, I go back and listen to that now and it doesn't sound wrong to me. No. Like I don't even remember that it was wrong.
1: I just remember on the time at the time going, "Oh my god, it's the start of the, the start of the fucking song." And yeah. we've already made <laughs> like
0: <laughs> you made a mistake.
1: Made a mistake that could like unravel this whole night. <laughs> yeah. Because if I, if I stop, Rob doesn't stop or Jay doesn't stop and you don't sing your line, we're fucked. <laughs> well, at least. That's and then, how
0: it. did you feel? How did you feel once we were done?
1: Oh, over the moon! Like, yeah. I I still remember seeing your now your now ex wife going around taking taking photos everywhere. All our wives had um had dust t shirts on. T shirts <laughs> on, yeah. That we did with Iron On prints. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It wasn't it wasn't the most amazing performance in the world, but it was pretty. Oh, especially because you had a cold and, and you. Oh, <laughs> uh, my voice was screwed by the end. Well, and I just, I, I mean, I certainly hadn't had as many singing lessons at that point, or if any, I, I might have started, but uh, like for for a performance, I I was I was screwing up my voice, you know, from the very oh, yeah. first song, belting things out. So yeah, I st- I still listen to that and cringe a little on some of the tracks, but no, it was it was a blast and. I remember at that point, I was at the stage where I was starting to figure out how to uh, take that nervous uh, feeling and and sort of convert it into excitement Hmm. and convert it into just hyping myself up for the performance. And and I think that's really sort of what you have to learn to do. Um, I remember a similar thing because I did Jay's uh, best man speech, like I was the best man in his wedding. And uh, just you know, again, getting up in a crowd of people, and well, it's probably all the same people actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sort of hyping myself up and using that nervous energy to just to sort of convince myself that no, I'm actually just excited to do this.
1: Speaking about best man, I last year I had um I had the opportunity to be Paul's best man, so we all went up to all went up to Canberra. And it was yeah, just before about, you came back.
0: Yeah, about three weeks <laughs> before I came back, two or three weeks.
1: Uh, it was week before, because you came back on the Tuesday, that um, like after I I drove back.
0: Right. So just so it, it was the, the weekend by before. <laughs> that much as was, would
1: say. So anyway, I get up there, and I knew my first joke wasn't going to be um, wasn't going to be, good. like, very good. <laughs> it wasn't going to be re- received well, and I'm like. Yeah. Okay, let's try to make it funnier because I didn't really have a good tagline. Yeah, and you know what? It went down like a sack of shit. Like it just we'll almost stop. everything died in the room. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Trevor and, just, and just killed this, everybody. It's Weddings just off. the worst Bride and worst feeling. And then when I was writing the um when I was writing the speech, I'm like, look, I can go into into all the stuff that we've we've done in the past, but I'd rather just talk about, you know, what a good friend he was and you know, how him living in Canberra is, has even made that friendship, you know, stronger because we're having to um having to really work at keeping that friendship going. So by the end of yeah. it like everyone came up and said, Oh, we were a bit worried at the start of the start of the speech, but you totally nailed it by the end. It was like, oh, fuel. <laughs> Realizing yeah, good. no one really cared too much about the start as long as you finished nice and strong.
0: Yeah, as long as you finish well, nobody remembers the screw-ups, <laughs> for sure.
1: And that's how we hope to finish these podcasts every single time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, as you may recall, I've had the same email address and gamertag for quite a while. Gamertag being my Xbox ID.
1: Yes.
0: And... For that reason, I've been a little unhappy with them.
1: (laughs) Um, Would you like to elaborate then?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, my email address, for some ungodly reason, I decided that when I set up my Gmail address, it was going to be a joint account between me and my then wife, obviously now ex-wife of some years. Uh, And the thing about Gmail... Well, the thing about Google is they have a lot of different services, many of which I use, Mm -hmm. all of which I have the same account on, and they don't let you change your email address.
1: Yeah. Similarly,
0: (laughs) my Xbox Gamer Tag Mm -hmm. for a long time has been 100101. Which which, happens
1: to be the date that you got married? (laughs) Yes, which is
0: the 10th of the 1st, 2001. Well, which was the date that we sort of first got together
1: so for all our american u- um, listeners out there we yes, use not, the not
0: the 1st of october <laughs> we
1: use we use the sensible yes the same small of- medium large of day month year <laughs> so 100101 10-0-1-0-1 is
0: 100101 and i use and i use that little around a lot of place and i own 100101.org and it was my Penny Arcade forum handle for a long time until I shortened it to just 10, which is still not the greatest. But by that time, I'd sort of built up a bit of a reputation and didn't want to completely change it.
1: Yeah. Uh, if I remember rightly, you were a zebra. <laughs> yes. Thanks, <laughs>
0: uh, Not in a furry way. <laughs> <laughs> just in the way that everyone on these forums sort of went by, was known by their avatar and... It was. It was actually a zebra creature that I created in the game Spore.
1: Yes, I remember yeah. when yeah. you got Spore and you're like, "Wow, well, you know, you can create all these creatures." Game. And I don't remember hearing too much after you created your creatures.
0: I mean, it had a really good creature creator. <laughs> <laughs> the game itself wasn't too bad, actually. I wouldn't mind going back and playing it. Um, <laughs> but it was very much a disappointment from what people thought it was going to be. Yeah. It, anyway.
1: I, I think I think No Man's Sky seems to be... Um, I think
0: that's going to be a similar sort of thing, to be honest. You reckon? Uh, I mean, I'm interested to see how they do the procedural generation, but I think people are reading a lot into what they're going to be able to do yep. in this universe, and I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. It's probably going to be a really cool game, but it's probably not going to be the game everybody thinks it's going to be.
1: Yeah, I suppose when there's so much hype, it's just like the reason why Half-Life 3 is never going to happen is because there's so much hype, you know. Well, the reason why Half-Life 3 is never going to happen is
0: (laughs) because Valve is too busy raking in money from
1: Steam Steam and and everything else, and and they're basically barely a game
0: company anymore. But anyway, my point was that this week, I saw an article saying that Xbox Live was releasing a bunch of dormant gamer tags
1: yep that were around from the original xbox if
0: i yeah a lot correctly. of them that were around from the original xbox and now i'm not 100 percent sure because i haven't checked recently but i'm pretty sure previously my current uh tag of choice which is just b slinger had been taken on xbox but i checked and it was available so i finally Paid the bloody fifteen bucks or whatever it is that it costs you to change your name on Xbox. Mm-hmm. So annoying. But I decided to bite the bullet, and I'm now no longer ten oh one oh one on Xbox. I am Beastlinger. So,
1: but then again, during your previous marriage, that wouldn't have made sense because you changed your name. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you, you actually you actually got rid of Slinger altogether and just. Um, called yourself Ben James, I believe.
0: That's right. My middle name is James. And my ex wife decided that she didn't really want to be Slinger, but we both still wanted to share a name. So we both went by the surname James. Ben, Another thing. I, I, that remember, I
1: remember when I you made it Facebook official that you were, you know, Ben Slinger again. It's like, oh my God. I know. <laughs> Slinger's back.
0: Don't ever change your name. It's such a pain in the ass for a variety (laughs) of reasons, particularly if you're a man. Because women, and I mean, it kind of sucks that this is the case, but women are expected to change their names. And so it's sort of nobody blinks when a woman changes their name, particularly if it is because (laughs) they've been married. But even so, for them as well, for anyone, God, it's a pain in the ass getting everything into your new name. And then I had to get it all back again. Uh... Don't
1: do it. My wife, she she decided that yes, she was going to change her name, but leading up until when James, James was going to be born, which is about four years later, she still hadn't done it in every single place, and mm. we realised, yeah, we should really get this done officially. Like, she'd always been, you know, sort of happy for people to call her Mrs. Scott and all this sort of stuff, but had never actually formally changed it, and we're like, well... She was happy to, to call herself Scott, so let's get it changed so that um, when James so, is born, he definitely right. gets the surname. Yeah, can
0: just do that with no problems. Yeah, well, funnily enough, I, last week, checked the electoral roll mm-hmm. because we've got a big election coming up. Hashtag lives last. <laughs> and um, the, on the electoral roll, I was still... Ben James living at the address I lived in before we went to Canada. Yeah. Uh, so I got that changed quick, smart, and uh, and checked the other day, and that's gone through. So uh, that's good. I can vote. So yeah, the, the, and it the holds right electorate. on. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and exactly, and in the right electorate.
1: But but then again, um, you're you're in the same electorate that I'm in, and
0: and it's been a, a it's been safe, a very liberal safe seat liberal seat for, seat for twenty a years. Long
1: fucking time 30
0: years um I think 84 or something was the last time it was anything else yeah that's kind of depressing but but the the party that you put as your first preference gets more funding for the next mm-hmm. election so it's still important
1: definitely to to actually go for what you want to go for this well, is well and that this is for Australia not not for anyone else yeah but
0: that's one of the benefits of our preferential voting system right you, there aren't any wasted votes, as as much as the big parties would like you to think that we are in a two-party system similar to the American style, and that if you, you know, if you vote for someone who's unlikely to get in, you're throwing your vote away. It's not true because
1: they actually get can, funding from.
0: Well, we exactly the person you put as first preference gets funding, and if they don't get in, then the person you put as second preference gets your vote. So and it no keeps on going votes, down the and line so until, until
1: finally. Exactly. Finally, you know, you've you've chosen either your douche or your turd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we all know, we all know that South Park episode. Oh well. You can choose between a douche and a turd sandwich, but you know, e- either way, your vote still does matter.
0: <laughs> yes, in Australia, it matters. So, but yeah, our so just back onto names, just because you know that's a subject that many people have to deal with, particularly around their kids. Um, yeah, our kids are hyphenated. Their names are hyphenated, and we did the horrible thing of of lumping with them with two middle names each as well, because we <laughs> because we uh, are assholes. No, because we couldn't we couldn't decide, and we wanted to sort of honour different parts of the family and such. So all of our kids have five names. Um, yeah, but uh, we may we may shorten that down. To just four names at some point in the future, because um yeah Erica is thinking that she'll probably take Slinger at some point, um perhaps when we get legitimately married <laughs> <laughs>
1: because I didn't know this until until you came back, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing you seeing you um wedding ceremony online and he goes yeah it was just the ceremony there was no legality behind it you didn't actually sign any papers or anything like that it was just yeah it was just a was sort of a commitment sort of thing but it yeah it was a, a f-
0: commitment ceremony it was because we had a lot of family there you know obviously erica's family and we knew we were leaving and my parents uh were there for a few weeks on a on a holiday and visiting us your wife was uh, pregnant
1: with twins and you thought yes well We've already got the we've already got the one kid. We've got twins on the way. Uh, <laughs> when else are we going to get to do something like this?
0: So yeah, we actually took over the baby shower um, with a surprise wedding. With a surprise <laughs> wedding, announced while we, while we were there that uh, we we're getting married, and uh, we had the the celebrant Just waiting outside, outside <laughs> and everyone lost their shit. But uh, no, it was good.
1: As did everyone back here, thinking, yeah. and. I, I suppose this is kinda weird. Like there was a there was a time after high school that we barely saw each other. Mm. Um and it was it was somewhat because of your ex-wife. I'm happy I'm s I'm happy to blame it all on her. Um
0: It's <laughs> what ex-wives are for, isn't
1: it? Pretty much. Um I know for a long time there she because because my wife wasn't part of her friends group Therefore, I wasn't invited to a lot of things like you, mm. you and Rob and Jay. Um, surprisingly, all your all your wives were actually within this one sort of group. Yeah, um, yeah, we. It, it was like we combined sort of two groups, like two high school groups, combined together to create one massive group. Well, I didn't. I didn't get married into that group, so yeah. therefore I so was... So you on the, were an outsider. I was an outsider. Um,
0: yeah, that was unfortunate, indeed.
1: And, like, from pretty much the time that you were... We left high school through to when you moved into the Bayswater house, hmm. I saw you maybe twice. And that was, what, three, four, five years, maybe?
0: Four, five ye- uh, years. Yeah, five years. Yeah, oh, that's a sh- that's that's a shame. <laughs> no, I,
1: I, I did I did actually get to see you qu- quite a bit when um, when you were at uni at the start, but it was sort of after you got together with with <laughs> it sort of pulled back a, quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I mean that was if we're going to go into this, <laughs> <laughs> that was my first big relationship. Well, I mean, it was my first relationship, really. Certainly, my first serious relationship. Uh, well, I should say. <laughs> so, just to clarify, if I need to. Anyway, that that was my first actual relationship. That wasn't just getting to know people online, basically, and thinking, yeah. "Oh, maybe this would go somewhere," or you know, having some huge crush on somebody and not being able to follow through with anything. Um, and I, yeah, I think I pretty much did the classic thing of spend all the time with the new girlfriend and ignore your friends. And yeah, unfortunately, because of certain personality clashes there, that meant that I didn't see some of my friends, including yourself for a number uh, of A years. long time. A and number and of it years. was,
1: it was, you know, sort of like there was, there was no hard feelings there. Like I, I sort of, no. I had, I had, you know, the other... Another group of friends that I was. Yeah, I was we were kind of hanging just we kinda just
0: drifted apart, you know, we were just doing our own thing.
1: And then so we turn up at, at of all things Paul's going away party and all of a sudden like we're just talking about random things like Buffy and a few other things like that and, and I was like, Oh, you love Buffy and so we ended up in a conversation for That's for about right. forty five minutes just on on Buffy and Angel and all these sort of things. And all yeah. of a sudden, I get I got invited to to your place like two weeks later. Yeah. And then I started playing with playing in the band with Jay like a a, a couple of weeks was later that as well. And, time. Yeah, which and, and be, all, all it of a sudden, we my wife and I were pulled into the group and and we were then part of. As as I like to think of, you know, the A group. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's yeah. just say that. I difference. mean,
0: yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of bash on my ex-wife too oh, much. No. Um, uh, yeah, it's she. She was a little fickle on those sorts of things, and it could be something as little as, "Oh, you like the same show that I'm obsessed with." Okay, now we're friends. Yeah, uh, you know, which you know, I guess you could say is a little shallow and. But
1: anyway, but before that, we'd barely ever had a conversation, so there was, there was no reason for her to actually, you know, like us, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it was a little unfair for her to then exclude you for that reason. But anyway, I I certainly have have uh, I can take some of the the blame for that. I. But yeah, I mean, I, I look back at that relationship and just sort of think, wow, that was I was kind of a different person. As most people probably do, when but, they you know you have changes like that. But
1: I, I suppose the the best part about about you being being with with her was the fact that it got you to Canada, which then got you to your your current wife. So yeah,
0: I mean yeah, obviously you can always look at things like that. Um, you know I I don't I'm not the sort of person who full on says oh I have no regrets because I'm happy now and everything I did. Led me to, to where I am now. Oh, you can I have certainly, regrets. I certainly have regrets. Um, Everyone has regrets, and I think, yeah, I think that's normal. <laughs> because chances are, I'd still be happy if I'd, you know, done done other things. I don't know where I'd be, but. And you know, maybe I wouldn't be with Erica. Maybe I'd be somewhere else. But
1: maybe, maybe we wouldn't even be doing this podcast. Oh my god! Maybe not. <laughs> no, that's
0: certainly that's every universe across the multiverse. <laughs> we're doing this podcast, Trevor. Come on. Fair enough. But no, as 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 Tim Minchin <laughs> says, you know, if I didn't have you, someone else would do. Uh, <laughs> in, in his love song to his wife. That's Look awesome. it up. It's a fantastic song. And in fact, funnily enough. That song is one of the things that brought Erica and I together because... Or just, you know, sort of cemented the fact that we had similar points of views on things. Um, like the fact that statistics d- d- dispute the fact of there being one person and only one person for everybody out there. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, I th- I think there's definitely, you know, who who you end up being... Being with changes you, oh, as, of course. as a person. So, inevitably, so therefore, at that time, they are the one person that you should be with. But
0: uh, except that I in- didn't really like the person I became with my ex wife, so. Oh. But, yeah, anyway. What's, then what's again, done he, was, is done.
1: he was certainly one of my best friends, <laughs> that person. Yeah, yeah. So. well,
0: and hopefully, this person is too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't want to do a podcast with this fucker rain. <laughs> so you've you've just listened to the last episode of two three
0: <laughs> uh, we made it to four. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm certainly having <laughs> a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm really enjoying what we're doing here. It's uh hopefully we can we can continue it. Uh yeah.
1: Well, I'm not going anywhere, you're not going anywhere, so we're stuck God in God, no. Long.
0: Not after that move from Canada. Never doing that again. It was both expensive and stressful and time-consuming and expensive. <laughs> <laughs> what was that?
1: That was me drinking some water and it dropped back <laughs> in. <laughs> what? <Whoop.
0: laughs> That's going in the blooper reel, which I started when I was editing the last episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, geez. Expe- like, particularly sending our cats back. So these two cats who I've had for, I think they're 11 years old now, and I got them just after they were born. So I've had them for 10 plus years. Uh, we took to Canada with us, shipped to Canada at relatively great expense, you know. Yep. But little did I know, shipping cats back into Australia is vastly more expensive. We're talking three times as expensive because of the quarantine period and all the vet checks they need to have because Australia, as Johnny Depp now knows, is very strict on on yeah bringing in uh, sort of biological... And, uh, and what,
1: what's even more annoying for you is you, your cats don't even go outside. <laughs> well, no, like well, ever. I mean, so well, they much...
0: didn't in Ottawa, which is where we were when we left. For sure, here they get out all the time. But that's other oh, hill there. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. I, I'm not going to say a number on the air, but it was many thousands of dollars. Uh, so they'd better they'd better live a damn long time. Because they're very expensive cats.
1: <laughs> More expensive than you ever could have known.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Let me just put it this way. If we didn't have to ship these cats back, I could have bought a new computer and a HTC Vive by now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably two of them.
1: This episode brought to you by
0: HTC Vive. <laughs> oh my god, i so on HTC Vive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a little kid when it comes to VR stuff. Like it's 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 just the most exciting technology thing for me at the moment and, you know, I'm a nerd. Um but I can't get enough of it. And I'm sure when I got what if sure if I got it, I would be into it for a week. And just like the rest of my gaming stuff, would then have no time to use it. But uh yeah. We probably talk about VR too much on this podcast. Probably, <laughs> I just love it. It's so exciting.
1: So, if any of our listeners out there want to support us, buy us a HTC Vive each. <laughs> if we have some rich we'll patrons out there, I don't think we'll we have enough listeners more- to start a
0: Patreon yet.
1: We'll at least do one more episode if you do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we won't, because I'll be never, I'll never come out of VR. <laughs> We'll have to do our episodes from within <laughs> VR. Oh, that'd be great, actually. We'll each set up a VR room, and then we'll be able to see each other while we do the podcast and, we're, and our hand movements and stuff.
1: Now, we'll now.
0: Gesture. We'll be the first VR podcast.
1: There is no way that that will actually work.
0: Or we'll broadcast it in VR.
1: Because of the NBN. It's never coming to us. <laughs> That's true. That's and true. ADSL and cable sucks issues. enough as it is. Like, at the moment, we have to do this audio only. Like, we can't even do video. Plus, I'm, I i don't really want, you know, my massive headset <laughs> that I'm yeah, wearing too- on my head,
0: you know. Plus, plus, I don't want to put pants on. Well, I guess Back I wouldn't toe. need to. Plus, I don't want to get dressed.
1: <laughs> oh, I plus, I pack- plus, I don't Plus, I don't always just picture you naked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh... Uh, there must be a pretty good market for VR porn out there. That'd be interesting.
1: You know what? I had a look. Because we got the Google... Because... <laughs> because of course you did. <laughs> because we got the Google Cardboard, I'm like, okay, let's see. Is there any VR porn out there? Because that could be fun just to just to watch mm-hmm. and give it a go. And it's like, mm-hmm. yes, there's stuff out there. Yes, you got to pay through the nose for it. Yeah, of course. And, like... Then it's like, okay, is is there actually any any use for it? And it's like
0: I mean no. And particularly because even if I'm in the house by myself, I don't think I could sit there and jerk off with a headset on because <laughs> you have no idea like who's around and I don't know. It would just be you're, too you're in the
1: mid you're in the weird. middle of it, you take it off and there's like an audience?
0: <laughs> yeah. Mum dropped around.
1: <laughs> someone taps you on the shoulder and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: Plus, anyway, like, presumably in VR sex, it's like a, a, you know, first person view of someone having sex with you. But, if you're masturbating... You don't feel it. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't feel it, of course, but like, just the disconnect between... Because, because obviously you can look around, so you can look down and see your own dick in VR. But your, if you're touching your real dick, like it's not going to look like you're touching it in VR. I don't know. There seems like there'd be a disconnect there that would just pull you oh, right yeah. out of it. Yeah.
1: So really, what we need, or really what we're looking for, is holodeck porn.
0: Yeah. Well, give it another few decades. Hard, another hard lights.
1: Next year, please. (laughs) That'll be the vibe, too. Hard light. Hard light. (laughs) I'll be getting hard. (laughs)
0: Jesus. (laughs) So, Erica and I have been working on something for the kids. Mm -hmm. We have a carport, which we were using for a while, but we determined it's slightly too narrow to be useful for our car. Our car gets in there, but like to get kids in and out and to get stuff in and out of the side doors, even though they're sliding doors is just a pain. Yeah. So we've actually, yeah. So we've actually decided to turn that into a bit of a play space. And, and Eric mm-hmm. is kind of, Eric is kind of driving this project. It's kind of her project, but I've been helping her out and, uh, you know, we're just, we're, we bought some of those, you know, rubber um, tiles we're putting them down, down on the ground and, um, we the most recent thing we did is just screwed some pallets into the wall which we're then going to attach some boards to that have you know it's like a like a sensory board so it'll have a bunch of like a little steering wheel on it and some zippers and um mm-hmm. some you know door handles and little latches and things anyway just just things to get them you know using their fine motor skills and stuff but uh whenever we do these things i realize how not handy i am (laughs) like i don't know about you but like doing stuff around the house i'm not in anywhere near the traditional dad of like oh yeah we'll just get stuff done Uh, i'm always sort of second guessing myself i don't really know because i just i don't have enough of the knowledge of just like oh yeah this is how you fix this this is how you attach this this is how you do this you know these are the tools we need
1: um, you, you give me a PC, I can build that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, you, oh God. You give, you give me a cabinet. Me I'll do it, and- but I need, I need to read all the instructions as I do it. And you give me one of James's toys and I can put that together like a motherfucker too. Yeah. But-
0: yeah. Well, you've at least, yeah, you've sort of, you've got a lot of electronic skills and stuff. I, I have almost no like physical handy skills. <laughs> um, so, you know, even the other day we were. Uh we needed to for safety reasons, you know, attach furniture to the wall. And we'd we'd got the stuff and it was fine and I probably could have done it myself. But we had mum and dad over to help out with the kids. And yep. Dad sort of got it into his head, like, Oh, you need these things attached and so we you know, we did it together, quote quote. Um, but he basically did the whole thing and, and he's so much better and I mean he's not super, super handy either, but he sort of just gets it done for some reason Mm. I I, I don't have that I just kind of waffle about and mess with stuff and then go oh I think I fucked that up and then and then leave it half done and then never come back to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know what about you like have you had to do a lot of handy stuff around your house are you sort of more comfortable in that area or what
1: um not too much handy stuff I've gotta say um putting together an occasional toy yes um, but that's about that's about the limit. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm not even the spider killer in my family. <laughs> so I am I, now. I I still remember like times over at over at Jay's, oh part, God. A, part of Dust, and we look up is, and there's all yeah. these baby huntsmen on the roof, and we're all just like, Nah fuck this. So we all ran out, yeah. out of the room. Yeah, we're, we're in we're in the band room, and like this this huntsman. Up up in the um up in the corner now. For those people who aren't Australian listeners, a huntsman's a big ass fucking spider. That's yeah, they're not
0: dangerous, but they're big and they can get real big,
1: real fucking big. Like yeah, we're talking like, about the width of your palm.
0: Yeah, leg span like a leg span twenty centimeter leg span. You know,
1: scary as all hell. Now they're gross. Jay's wife. She she went in there. She got it down but she didn't like killing them so she put them outside and i swear to even two weeks later i'm still looking around that fucking room just going is there another fucking one in
0: here well <laughs> if you remember she took it out in some sort of lunchbox or something and then she comes back inside and she goes oh it wasn't in there when she took <laughs> it out <laughs> and i'm pretty sure we all just like ran out of the room again yep. like, oh my god because yeah we're manly men. <laughs> yes. Um, whatever. Yes, we're we're, we're comfortable, med, we're we're not comfortable manly in our masculinity. <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to apologize for not liking spiders. Um, so anyway,
1: I I mean the, on, the only thing I'm I'm really not not great at is going anywhere near spiders. So my wife really doesn't care about that. She's quite happy to to go right up to a to a huntsman and she goes the only thing you need is a, is a shoe yeah and it's whack it's dead <laughs>
0: my god yeah I I've gotten a lot better my my sort of MO is to get the spray I don't like to whack them on the roof or the wall because I'm worried that they're gonna like jump out of the way have you seen that video there's a video of someone like trying to yeah, capture a, a huntsman on the <laughs> roof with a bowl or something and he just misses it slightly and it falls on his face I'm not risking that so I stand back I spray it with the spray it drops to the ground then I thwack it with the shoe um, oh I just remembered usually does the trick
1: I just remembered so before our first gig we're at, <laughs> we're at my place <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're at my place and and we're picking up um these two party speakers that i've got but anyway we go we go pick them up from my parents place and we're looking we're looking through through them just checking out whether um there's any spiders and we we see in one of the horns that there's there's something sort of bundled up towards the back and so you've gone and grabbed a stick and it's like i think it's dead but pretty sure it's a huntsman so anyway you flicked it out and it's actually alive it's like it's on the ground and it's like okay we never actually discussed who was going to kill it and we both watched as it ran into the port of the speaker <laughs> Yeah. and it was like oh shit and so I decided I'm not having that those fucking speakers in my car so we spent the next hour trying to get the um <laughs> trying to get the trailer hooked up to my car. That didn't work, so we ended up having to get it hooked up to mum mum and dad's car. <laughs> and
0: All tried- the while, Rob is stressing out back at Jay's, waiting for us to get his stuff there because he's got this whole plan on how he's going to hook everything up so that we can <laughs> sound good and record it at the same time.
1: We took an hour and a half to pick up two speakers, and then <laughs> I'm I'm so bad at actually backing backing back oh, to the no. bloody trailer that I think I did a 53-point turn <laughs> <laughs> just to get out of Jay's place. Jay's and then I don't place. think we
0: ever found the spider again, did we?
1: No, we didn't. And It and might just still be in there, We determined that um, because we had the party speakers and we were putting through massive amounts of noise through it, that we... We shocked it to death.
0: Yeah, we must have killed it. It's dead. <laughs> Who
1: the fuck? But knows its people.
0: ghost is still haunting those speakers. Try in the middle of the night, you'll see some hairy legs glowing, no. creeping out of there.
1: Believe me, I've checked them a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I bet.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're building this play space, this uh, yeah, outdoor outdoor space. We're gonna get some. Like we we'll get some nice outdoor heaters and some little sort of play blocks and stuff. And we're going to fence off the gate off the front if we can. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the things we're going to put on this board, if I can get around to it and and talk to my dad about it, um, dad's dad's sort of got this idea that... Because he's been getting into a lot of sort of electronics projects and stuff himself. He's been buying all these little components from China and stuff. So he's got all these buttons and switches and fun little things. But he never actually sort of has a project to to do anything with them. He just likes the idea of doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been talking about making sort of like a little electronic play board for the kids. Yep. Where they'll have, you know, little like switches and LED lights come on when they hit the switches and they turn the dial and different things happen. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, which is a really cool idea. And, you know, we probably, I mean, we should start off real basic with it, but when we first were talking about this a few months ago, I started coming up with like all these cool ideas for things I could build. And like looking online and seeing people who have like built their kids, these control panels that look like a space shuttle control panel, like have a joystick and sort of little games built into them and stuff. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh man, you could do so many cool things where like, you, you know, if you flick this switch, it goes into a certain mode, which means that these different controls do different things, and you can have a little LED screen and have it, you know, play a little game, or you have to match something, or just, or even just do little sequences, so that they can have imaginative play, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they can they can pretend that when it's in this mode, it's a space shuttle, and they have to flick think flick the switches in the right order, or whatever. And then I started coming up with all like I just, of course, my mind just, you know. <laughs> went out there. And so I was like, oh, you could even like make it really physical so we could have little um wooden blocks, but those blocks define different programs that got activated <laughs> when you put them in. So like you know, the whole the whole little thing of having different um notches cut out of them that the that the computer could then read in some way to determine, oh, this block's in there, so I'll enable this program. And just having it as this real like visceral thing because can you can you kind of imagine the idea of oh yeah like as a kid like <laughs> oh put in this program like ka-chunk like this block of sort of block of wood into the slot and it slots into place and mm-hmm. so there's some sort of reaction from this board of lights and leds that 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 you know acknowledges what you've done like i feel like as a kid i would have had so much fun with that and that's the sort of thing i'd love to build but but I think we'll probably just initially make some switches that turn some lights on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, what's he gonna have, um, like running, running at all?
0: Uh, he'll probably either um, either running with an Arduino or with a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, yeah. Thought I was one. That's the thing. Like, there's so much computing power you can have in these tiny little things now. That yeah, you could have these little games and stuff, and different programs that run based on different settings.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, it's it's only as much as your imagination can.
0: Yeah, basically. I saw one guy uh, had designs for how he put together a um, oh shit. What, I don't even know, what we know you would call it. Oh well, I think it was just a clock, but it was based off the the dashboard of the DeLorean in Back to the Future with the like the three dates of <laughs> like where you came from, where you are, and where you're going. So in one mode it would just be a clock, but it had all these settings with all the sounds and stuff where you could punch in the, punch in the things and anyway he'd, and yeah he just he built that on an Arduino or a Raspberry Pi or something and it's just interesting seeing how they put how he put it together and uh, yeah there's just there's a lot you can do. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get into electronics. Um, I never really paid much attention in school, or well, not enough that I kind of got it. You know, you guys, you and Paul and Rob sort of all really ran with that and sort of it became part of your skill set.
1: Not oh, definitely.
0: Uh, but uh, I pretty much... The one thing I remember from electronics class is we had to, like, build a little car that had some sort of electronics in it. I don't even if I remember. And some assholes in the class, like, stole mine on, like, the third class before we'd even done <laughs> any of the electronics on it. And I was sort of too afraid to, like, tell the teacher... That, so you that just happened. continued on so basically just athletes- continued nothing. on and did nothing every every class and probably I don't know if I'd say failed the class or if, or if the teacher was just too like uncaring and just passed me anyway because he didn't even know who I was but um yeah that's pretty much what my electronics class experience was
1: yeah i can certainly imagine that
0: <laughs> but you know what i don't even remember the names of those asshole kids we should talk about we should talk about bullying in a future episode. Oh definitely. We've probably got some stories there and we can talk about.
1: So you can catch us at our website on ww.toswearydads.com.
0: Uh you can visit us on Twitter. We are at two swearydads.
1: We're also on Facebook at Facebook dot com slash two swearydads.
0: Uh, you can email us podcast at two dot com. Surprise surprise.
1: You know, we really have taken taken care of all these different ways that everyone can can get to us. You know, two sweary dads is is going to be blowing up all over the internet. Next, we need a subreddit, two sweary dads and
0: <laughs> slash r slash two sweary dads. Totally.
1: So, I don't have any questions. Do you have any questions?
0: Uh, can I have an ice cream? <laughs> Go ask your mum. <laughs> 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 You
1: bastard. (laughs)
0: That
1: was (laughs) awesome.